0: Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the Senior Pastor of House of Judah, UK, The Happy Church, presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights and titles, Success Has No Uncles, 12 cancers to avoid at all costs in leadership ministry and management, you have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and types. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts. And failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you. Stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website, www.housejetta.org.uk, or using the information on your screen. Factory comes Leadership Secrets with Dr. Michael Huttonwood, designed to help you maximize your potential with principles that guarantee proven results.
1: Knowing and cultivating certain attitudes about yourself will give you the mindset you need to develop your leadership potential to the fullest and fulfill all that you are
0: going to do. Join Dr. Michael Huttonwood for Leadership by Creativity Principles for Success. Secrets for Creating Change, and much more. You are born to lead. Jesus came to restore you back to leadership. Get back your leadership position. Let the earth know that you were here. Join your host, Dr. Michael Huttonwood, a man on a mission, and experience a destiny-changing encounter with today's message on Leadership Secrets. welcome 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 god bless you all for joining us
1: today on the global school of wisdom our midweek service glory to god great joy to have you all join us this evening we trust that your week has been great and a blessing glory to god as usual welcome every one of you and also want to encourage you to start sharing start sharing and invite other people that you know to join us On this platform, glory to God, Mama B. You're welcome, Paula. You're welcome, Kedian, You're welcome, Adelaide Malone. You are welcome. God bless you all for joining us, Agnes. You are welcome. God bless you all for joining us in our midweek teaching service. So tell somebody, tag somebody, and share this on your timeline. Hallelujah. Everyone that you know, members that you know friends that you know your relatives, get them all to join us for this midweek teaching service. Jesus speaking said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. So learn of me, learn of me, learn of me. He said my yoke is easy. My burden is light. In the midst of the difficulties, the midst of the challenges across the nations of the earth and in our local nations and communities, he said the yoke, my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. But the key to survive, the key to make it is to learn of me. Learn of me. So we gather at our midweek services to learn of him. To learn of him so we can bulldoze the barriers, can bulldoze the mountains and the the hindrances and the obstacles and the challenges that we all face. Glory to God. Bible says the sun shines on both the sinner and the sin. The wind blows in the same direction. For the sinner and for the sin. so the challenges of life are uh, typical uh, to everybody but what makes the difference is our knowledge base our wisdom base which we are using to overcome to overcome so we're looking at uh we've been looking at serving god has no expiry date and looking at various categories of serving god and um, the last time we met we spoke about our attitude towards service, uh, as we look at the benefits. Today we're looking at the benefits of service, the benefits of service, the benefits of service. When God sent Moses to deliver the Israelites from Egypt, he told them the land in which we are going, there's a lot of what milk and honey motivated them about what is going. So you never serve God in vain. Never serve God in vain. So we're going to look at the benefits of service. What are some of the benefits of serving God? The benefits of serving God. So let's start with, uh, remember we've we've settled the fact that we are called to serve. The purpose for which we were saved was to serve. The purpose for which we were uh, uh, born was to serve. The purpose for which God places us in churches is to build us up to serve in His kingdom. It is all about service. Over nearly six to eight times, six to eight times, you hear God tell Moses to tell the Israelites, "Go, tell." He says, "Go, tell Pharaoh, let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness." Every time, I am delivering them from Egypt and from slavery to serve to save me just like we go on our jobs and we go there to serve in the same category we are born to serve in one category or the other we are born to serve Jesus came said I came to save I came to die for the lost I came to die for them and to save the lost so Jesus came to save for this purpose was the son of god made manifest that he might destroy the works of the enemy so he came to save and so he saved us also to serve. So let's look at the benefits of service to motivate you that you are serving God. And we said serve God with an attitude of sacrifice, of joy, of cheerfulness. You have to serve him with joy. Everything that you do for the kingdom of God must be done with joy. Must be done with joy. Your reward comes when you are doing it with joy. Malachi chapter 2 verse 2. Deuteronomy twenty-eight forty-seven to 48. And then Joel chapter 1 verse 12 tells us why god did not accept certain kinds of people's service he said they didn't do it to the glory of god and they didn't do it with joy so we settled the fact that you have to do it with joy you have to do it with cheerfulness you have to do it with zeal you have to do it as unto the lord sometimes if you're going to look at people you're not going to serve or you're not going to save god so you have to do it with joy. You have to do it with cheerfulness. God loves a cheerful giver and a cheerful server. So the attitude with which we do it is crucial. We also looked at Luke six thirty seven thirty eight, 38, and I think Mama B took it even further to uh, Luke 6 from 31. It should be kind. It should be loving. You know, and I come down and it says, Judge not so as not to be judged. Condemn not so as not to be condemned. And then it says, Give. So there are prerequisites. To our service being acceptable to God, so let's make sure that everything that we are doing, we're doing it with joy. Everything we are doing, we must do it with joy. We must do it with joy. Malachi 2:2, 2 2, it says, "If you will not hear, if you will not lay it to heart, to give glory unto my name, I will even send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. I've cursed them already because you do not lay it to heart." Remember what he says. You did not do it with joy. If you will not hear, if you will not lay it to have to give glory unto my name. Give glory unto my name. Make sure you're doing it with joy, with cheerfulness. Then the service is accepted. Then we can experience the benefits we are going to talk about. I believe that we've laid a very good foundation on that platform. Don't serve because of anybody. Serve because God called you to save humanity. Serve in your church, serve in the kingdom of God. You are created to serve also on your job. So, what's the first benefit of service? Job 36 verse 11. Job 36 verse 11, he says, If you will obey and serve, Job 36 11 is the first benefit of service. If you will obey and serve, you will spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. If you will obey and serve, you will spend your days in prosperity and your years in service. So, if you will obey and serve, serve God, serve God, serve God. If you will obey and serve, you will spend your days in prosperity, your years in pleasure. We are looking at serving God pays, serving God pays, the same as benefits of service. So, the first is Job 36 verse 11. If you will obey and serve, you'll spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. Number two, prosperity and pleasures comes with serving God and serving joyful and cheerful. Number two, Exodus chapter 23, second benefit, Exodus 23, 25 to 27. This is a very loaded, loaded scripture. Loaded scripture. Loaded scripture. So Job 36, 11, it says, if you will obey and serve Him, so all service is about Him. If you will obey and serve Him, they shall spend their days in the midst of this economic climate where everybody is complaining about the economic condition, cost of living, etc. Now, God was aware of all this long before all these things happened. That's why He gave us the remedy of tithing, Remedy of serving, remedy of prayer, remedy of soul winning, remedy of uh, studying the word, remedy of doing the word, remedy of service. That's why he gave us those, these are antidotes, antidotes, antidotes to counter what is happening. Remember I told you previously that there is another economy in an economy. You can live in Goshen in the midst of Egypt because of service. Whilst Israel was in Goshen, they were rearing animals, were engaged in animal, husbandry, agriculture, serving, and then also serving their God. So God distinguished them from others. So, in the midst of these challenges and difficulties, we've said before from the book of Isaiah, it says, darkness are covered here. It should not be strange to all of us with everything that is happening because we know we have information, carry forward information. Is that darkness shall cover the earth? So it's like darkness is covering the earth. Well, we were told about it before all this. Darkness shall cover the earth. Cost of living will go high, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Darkness shall cover the earth. And God's darkness shall cover the people, but <clears throat> his light will shine upon his people. That they shall be distinguished, 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 distinguished. Ye shall serve the Lord your God. <clears throat> And he shall, look at the benefits of service. Serving God pays. Look at the benefits of service. In Exodus 23, 25 to 27. He shall serve the Lord your God. Look at the benefits. Number one, he shall bless your bread. The benefits of service. Bless your bread. Bless your profession. Bless your career. Bless the foot of your mind. Bless the works of your hands. Bless the things that you touch. When you serve God, he shall bless your bread, bless your water, he will take sickness away from the mist, he will take sickness away, to keep you active and fit to save him, you shall serve the Lord your God, he will bless your bread, he will bless your water, he will take sickness away from you, nothing shall cast their young, you will not suffer miscarriage, none shall be barren in thy land, then he says, The number of thy days I will fulfill. And I will send my fear before you. I will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come. And I will make all thine enemies turn their backs against thee. That is the benefit. The benefit of service. The benefits of service. The benefits of service. Never serve God because of men. Because when you get offended with men, you will stop serving God. So, don't look to men, Look to the one who called you to serve. Glory to God. Jesus endured the cross because he, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. <laughs> the joy he could foresee the results, what is coming ahead. Glory to God. So God blesses your bread. God blesses your water. God blesses your your body. Take sickness away from you. When you serve him. So what affects others? God makes sure. You don't get affected by it. Glory to God. Number three. was the third benefit of serving God? He said, I will take sickness away from you. And I will put it upon your enemies. Those who hate you. I will take sickness away from you. And put it upon those who hate you. So what is supposed to affects you negatively, is placed upon those who hate you and don't don't desire good things for you. It's all in the scriptures, Deuteronomy chapter 7, Deuteronomy 7 verse 15, and the Lord will take away sickness from you, He will take away from you all sickness, and will put none of these diseases of Egypt upon you which thou knowest But will lay it upon them that hate thee. Did you see that? (laughs) Deuteronomy seven fifteen. One of the benefits of service is God takes sickness away from you and then puts it upon those who despise you and hate you. He said the Lord will take away from you. Deuteronomy seven verse fifteen. He says, I will take away sickness from you, and I'll put none of these diseases that Egypt suffers. So the things that affect Egypt, the things that affect the land in which we live, God does not allow it to touch us. Others are suffering, but we are going forward because of the promise of God for those who serve Him. I will take away from you all sickness and will put none of the evil diseases in the country in which you are, which you know about, upon you but I will lay them upon them that hate thee. That's the promise of God for those who serve God. And that's the distinction. There's always a distinction. There's always a distinction. There is always a distinction. It takes sickness. That's God speaking in Deuteronomy 7.15. I will take sickness, the sickness um, that is upon you, and put it upon those who hate you. That's the power the power and the benefits of service. The power and benefits of service. Number four, he says, I will deliver you from trouble. I will deliver you from trouble. I will deliver you from trouble. God delivers us from trouble. Psalm 41, Psalm 41, verse 1 to 3, He said, Blessed is he that considered the poor. The Lord deliver him out in the time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him the Lord will keep him alive and he will be blessed upon the earth and thou will not deliver him unto the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing or sickness and thou will make all his bed in his sickness. In other words, when you are serving God, God says, because you serve God, you consider the poor, you consider the needy, spiritually poor, physically poor, financially poor, needy people, Spiritually, physically, material, because you are kind to them. He promises in Psalm 41, verse 1 to 3. He said, Blessed is he that considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him. The Lord will keep him alive. He will keep us alive. He is the one that keeps us alive. He will keep us alive. When others are expecting us to be dead, it keeps us alive. Just like when Paul goes to the island of Melita. and look at what Paul did. One of the things that God got to preserve Paul. Paul was more considerate about the lives of the people on the island and the lives of the people uh, that suffered shipwreck with him. So when he got to the land it was very cold so he lit up some fire in order to warm not just himself but others. You see, It's all about others. It's about service. Yes, service. a person who comes onto the land and puts up fire in order to warm himself and others. And others. And uh, a snake came out of the wood and beat him, all because of serving others. But look at what happened because of the benefits of service. He says, he will consider the poor. God will deliver him. God delivers us from trouble. He preserves us. He keeps us alive. He says, he shall be blessed upon the earth. <clears throat> Thou will not deliver him unto the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing, which is the bed of sickness. And he will make all his bed in his sickness. <laughs> he will become your physical attendant in your sick bed. He will become your physical medical attendant, nurse and doctor. On your sick bed to bring you out of that particular situation. So, all these are benefits of service. Benefits of service. God delivers you from trouble, preserves you, keeps you alive when you serve Him. He does all these things, you know, for those who serve Him. Those who serve Him. Those who serve Him. So, these are some of the benefits of service. He will deliver you from trouble. Number five, number five says, I will take from you, I'll take you from the bed of sickness and languishing by becoming your personal attendant, personal doctor, personal physician, personal nurse. The Lord will strengthen him. In Exodus 15, 16, Psalm 41, verse 3, I will strengthen him on the bed of languishing. I will go. While he's in a hospital bed or whichever bed he's lying on and going through pain and suffering, I will strengthen him on the bed of suffering, on the bed of sickness. I will make his bed. You know, just like nurses make up the bed of of, of patients in a church. I mean, in a, in a hospital, yes. He will make all his bed in his sickness. God will give him full recovery. I pray over your life that God will give you full recovery, full healing, full deliverance in the precious name of Jesus because of your service, because of your service, because of your service. You know, that's why the Bible tells us in Amos chapter 6, verse 1, Woe unto them that are his desire. Stay on fire for him. Keep serving him and he will Become your personal attendant, wherever you are, and you are sick. He becomes your personal attendant. You know, the laborers are few. And because the laborers are few, he needs to keep fit those who are serving him. So, whenever you're suffering from some kind of sickness or weakness in your body or that, tap into these scriptures. Lord, I'm serving you. You need me fit. You need me strong <laughs> to be able to serve you. Get me out of this sickness. Get me out of this bed. Get me out of this medical condition. Get this fever off my body. So I'll be able to serve you. Glory to God. I'll be able to serve you. Get me out of this sick bed so I can serve you. Because that's what His promise says, I will get you. I will strengthen you. I'll get you out of that sick bed. I'll strengthen you so you can serve me. You can serve me. So, those are some of the benefits of service. You take the bed of sickness far away from you (laughs) glory to god glory to god glory to god glory to god now number six benefits of service benefits of service malachi chapter 3 verse 8 to 12 the bible says uh jesus speaking said love the lord thy god with all thy heart with all thy soul with all thy mind with all thy strength and love thy neighbor as thyself. So, everything that God has given us is supposed to be used to serve Him. Our time, our energy, our resources, our money, our talents, our gifts, all are supposed to be used to serve God. Look at all the benefits of serving God with your time, your energy, your resources. That's your financial resources. Malachi chapter 3, verse 8 to 12. Malachi chapter 3. Remember, we've spoken. And every form of service must be done with joy, out of love, out of obedience, out of honor. And it should be looking to God. Every resource, every financial resource that comes into your hand, financial resource, the 10% plus additional resources, belongs to every money that God gives you, belongs to Him. And out of it, it says, Honor me with thy substance and with the first fruit of all your increase." Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 to 12. You serve God with everything. God speaking in Malachi 3, 8 to 12 says, Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, In what have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. In tithes and offerings. Every resource that God gives you, 100% of it belongs to God. Then he tells you, give certain portions of it, So that I will continue to bless you from the blessings that I gave you. He blessed you with that job. He blessed you with that resource. He blessed you with divine health. He blessed you with favor. He blessed you with promotion. He blessed you with you passing that interview. He blessed you with that opportunity. He favored you. And he says, don't rob me. Don't rob me. Don't rob me. And he said, how have we robbed you? He says, you have robbed me in tithes and offerings. Tithes and offerings. You don't just tithes. You give offerings that are honorable to God. You are offering, offering to God. You are offering to God. Out of the abundance of the blessing that He has given you, you are honoring Him. You are offering to God. Out of the abundance of everything that He has given you. So He considers, He says, You have robbed me. And so because of that, you, you are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me. You have robbed me of the opportunity to bless you You've robbed me of my portion of the blessing that I've blessed you with. You have robbed me, even this whole nation. Then he tells you the antidote, the antidote, the solution to that problem of robbery. Not giving him an opportunity to bless you, not honoring him with what he has given you. He gave us the jobs that we do through men. He gave us the jobs that we do through men. He gave us the job that we do through men. And the least out of the hundred percent, the least, that's the starting point. The least you can honor God with is the 10%. All the resources that God gives us belongs to Him. Remember the silver and the good belongs to Him. And you know, tithing and giving of offering is a form of our of test to test our loyalty, our love, our honor for God that when He blesses us, that we will bless him back. So he says, bring ye all the tithes and the offerings. Bring the tithes all. He used the word all. The least you can give God in financial resources, the least is 10%. And then an honorable offering. 10%. God can ask for all of it. But he tells you as a tester, bring the 10% plus offerings. Plus offerings. Offer worship to me. Offer what I've given you. Offer it to me and let everybody know that I am your source. That's what God is saying. Glory to God. Tithing and offering works. I've been working for since 1989. 1989. Glory to God. Glory to God. He said, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. That there will be food provision in my house prioritize my house where you come to eat and be served and be counseled and be covered and be protected that there be meat in my house and then he says prove me now and I will open the windows of heaven and pour you out such blessings there shall not be room enough to receive it. You know, God has more than enough more than enough for us more than enough for us so we must honor him We Must honor him and bless him with our resources so that God can give us the far more that he has in store. You know, we haven't seen anything. You haven't seen anything. You know, the God who is able to provide manna in the wilderness, oil in the wilderness, water in the wilderness, the one who is able to turn water into wine, my God, the one who is able to cause fish to be in the mouth, money to be in the mouth of a fish for Peter to go and take it to pay his taxes and that of Jesus and the king. What can God do? Ladies and gentlemen, serve God with your tithes. Serve God with your offerings. Serve God with your resources. Serve God with your gifts. Everything that you have, He gave it to you. And He says to you, bless me. Bring me the tithes and offerings. The tithes and offerings. Nothing should be held back. If you want to be blessed, The way God wants to bless you, you bless Him with your tithes and with your offering. We are looking at benefits of service, serving with your time, serving with your energy, serving with your resources. And he says, I will rebuke. You know, we're looking at benefits of service. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Everything that tries to devour you or destroy things that you have started to do. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. As you serve me, with your resources, with your resources, with your resources, I'll rebuke the devourer for your sick. I'll pour you out a blessing that there will not be what? Room enough to receive it. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. So, you prove God with your tithe, with your seeds, and with your service based on Malachi chapter 3, verse 8 to 12. Then, number 7. You justify your cause with service. 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 Isaiah 41:21 it says, "I will lead you in the way that you should go. I will lead you into profit. I will teach you the way you should go, and I will lead you into profit." When you are serving him. He teaches you the way you should go, and he guides you into profit. That the things that you do become profitable, become profitable. He guides your eye. He leads you in the way that you should go. So in Isaiah 43:26, he says, "Plead your case." So when you serve God and you go to God and say, "These are the things that I've done," so I'm standing upon the word of God for you to fulfill your side of your promise towards me. Isaiah 43:26 says, "Bring your strong reason." What have I done for God? And then I can come to him and say, do this and do this for me, like we saw earlier on. He said, I will take sickness from you because I need you fit to serve me. So, Isaiah 43, 26 says, justify your cause, plead your case, bring your strong reasons. typical example is found, I believe, in Isaiah 38 or so, uh, Hezekiah, Hezekiah, the king, was sick. He came to tell him, uh, this sickness is unto death. This sickness is unto death. So, because he was serving God, he decided to speak to God by himself. He decided to employ Isaiah 43 verse 26 to plead his case. To bring his strong reasons
0: why he's not ready
1: to die now. See, these are some of the things you can do when you are serving God. Isaiah 43 26. He said, bring forth your strong reasons. Plead your case. He said, put me in remembrance. Everybody is entitled to this scripture, to act upon this scripture. Put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou, that thou mayest be justified. Put me in remembrance. Put me in remembrance. Put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou, that thou mayest be justified. So, Hezekiah goes to god and says i'm not dying i remember the things i've done for you remember the things i've done in your kingdom i've said in your kingdom and i don't have to die now this is not the time for me to be dying so god listened to his reasons that he gave as he put god in remembrance leader together brought forth his strong reasons, and the bible says god added 15 more years to his years. 15 more years were added to Hezekiah's life because he went to God and proved to God, Hey, I've been serving you all this time. How can I die now? He pleaded his case. He said, God, this is not the time for me to die. So, when you're serving God, you justify your cause. Why God cannot kill you now? Why premature death cannot come now? He pleaded his case, brought forth his strong reasons, and his life was extended. That leads us to the eighth benefit. The eighth benefit. Death sentences over your life are reversed by your active, consistent, joyful service, alms, and sacrifices. Death sentences over your life are reversed. Death sentences over your life are reversed by your active, consistent, joyful service, your alms, and your sacrifices. Remember the lady who came and then poured the box of alabaster ointment upon the feet of Jesus and washed his feet with her hair. Remember that one. And Jesus looked at the lady and said, Everywhere the gospel is preached, this lady's name will be mentioned. You know, there's any services that you render to God in the kingdom with your time, with your talent, with your energy with your resources, with your money, with everything that you have. And the service that you render becomes a memorial one that lives long after you. So you build building to last, you build building to outlast you by your service. One woman saved God. And just one thing that she did, Jesus said, everywhere the gospel is preached, this woman's name will be mentioned. That was 2,000 years ago. We are sitting here on this platform talking about a woman we never met, but her service transcended, transcended, transcended. So, things that you do for God, will be remembered years, 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 years after you credited to your children's account and grandchildren's account. Bible says when it was time for Israel, Israel was crying out in Egypt for deliverance. For God to save them. Bible says, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. God remembered the service record of Abraham, of Isaac and Jacob. And that was a yardstick that he used to deliver Israel. Many, 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 many years. Long after Abraham was gone, Isaac was gone, Jacob was gone. Death sentences are reversed by your active sacrifice and service. Like the woman with the alabaster ointment. Truly, Matthew 26, he says, Truly I tell you, wherever this gospel is preached throughout the world, what this woman has done will also be told in memory of her. That's a powerful scripture from glory to God. Powerful scripture. Powerful scripture. One service, one act of service, and her act of service was going to be remembered, you know, years, years, years after, years after, years after. Death sentences are reversed by virtue of people's acts of service. Matthew 26 verse, Matthew 26 verse 13. It's a powerful scripture. I'm just writing it down in my notes. It's, it's, it's very powerful. Matthew 26, verse 30. Make a note of it. Matthew 26, 30. One woman's act of service results in Jesus' saying, Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere the gospel is preached, this woman's act of service shall be remembered. So, let's remember. Lord, remember our service. Remember our service. Remember our sacrifices. Remember our service. Remember our sacrifices, remember our service, remember our sacrifice. Dead sentences over your life are reversed by your active, consistent, joyful service And the arms. Dorcas died and the people insisted that Peter comes over to pray for Dorcas to be raised from the dead. Why? Because of service, because of service, because of service, because of service. Because of service. Acts chapter 9, 36 to 42. Acts chapter 9, 36 to 42. It says,
0: now there was
1: a Joppa accepting disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas This woman was, listen to this testament. This woman was full of good works. This woman was full of good works and armed deeds, which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick. And died, whom, when they had washed, and laid her in an upper chamber. For as as leader was nigh unto Joba, and the disciples had heard that Peter was dead, they sent unto him two men, desiring him that he should not delay to come. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber, and all the widows stood by him weeping, and showing him the coats and garments which Docas made. While she was with them, but Peter put them all out and kneeled down and prayed and turning into the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up and he gave her his hand, lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and widows, presented her alive. And it was known throughout all Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. This was a woman who was dead. But the people insisted. No, 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 no. We are not going to allow this woman to stay dead. Because of one thing. Her acts of service. She was dead. In the case of Hezekiah, he was told he would die. And he pleaded his case because of service to stay alive. In the case of this woman, this was dead. She was dead. But they insisted, no. You are not going to keep this woman dead. She must sit. We need her alive to continue her acts of service. You know, so you can come to a place where by virtue of your acts of faithful service, joyful service, cheerful service, people refuse to allow you to go or they refuse to allow you to die or they refuse to leave you in that hospital bed or in that critical condition. They sent for Peter. Peter came and prayed over this lady. And then declared, "Tabitha, arrived. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. Why did they insist that this woman should be taken out of the hospital bed or out of out of death? Service, service, serving God peace, serving God peace, serving God peace, serving God peace, serving God peace. Serving God peace. So when you're going through sickness, you're going through difficulty, you're going through challenges. These are some of the things. The Bible talks about Lazarus, when Lazarus died. The Bible says Jesus loved Lazarus, and the whole family of Lazarus, Mary, Martha, Lazarus, loved Jesus as well. I'm sure they were very actively involved in supporting and partnering with Jesus' ministry. So when Lazarus died, they sent for Jesus. Jesus stayed two more days or three more days. And then when he came, commanded Lazarus to come out of the grave. Come out of the grave. Glory to God. Glory to God. When you read in Luke chapter 7, he's are talking about the benefits of service. Luke chapter 7, the Bible says of so the Roman centurion, it says, my servant is sick unto death. And I'm asking for Jesus to come over and to heal my servant. So the people came to Jesus and said, this man, his servant is sick unto death, but there's justification for her to be healed, and they gave the reason for that justification. They says, "This man loves our nation, and he has built us a synagogue, service, service. He has built us a synagogue, he has built us a church, and therefore we want you to come and heal." <laughs> Glory to God. So Jesus took off to go and heal the lady, and listened to what the Roman centurion said. "I'm not ready that thou should come unto my my, my house." But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Wow, Jesus said, I have not seen such faith. And so, by the time he got there, the lady was totally healed. What is it that got Jesus to decide to heal this lady, this man's servant? Service. Service. Service of loving the nation. Service of building the church. Building the church. This thing is powerful. Serving God pays. Serving God pays. Serving God pays. Let's take two more for tonight. Serving God pays. John chapter number 9. God pays wages to those who serve Him. God pays wages, wages, wages. So the Roman centurion story, when Jesus had engaged, entered Capernaum, a certain centurion came to Him asking for help.
0: Lord, I do not
1: deserve to... Have you come under my roof? But just say the word and my servant will be healed. I myself am under authority. with soldiers under me. Jesus acted upon this and spoke the word. And this Roman centurion service servant was healed. Now the key thing is why did Jesus heal this particular person? That was on the basis of the testimony that was given of the Roman centurion. He loved our nation. He loved our church. He loved our people. And he has built as a church benefits of service, benefits of service, benefits of service. I want to encourage everyone watching and listening to claim these scriptures. Write these scriptures down and use them to claim certain things that are rightfully yours. I claim divine health. During the COVID season, I claim divine health on the basis of service. Service. And I still claim it for the nature of the job that God has called us to do. We will need our bodies to be fit, our minds to be fit, our spirits to be fit, every area of our lives to be fit to serve God. So, use these scriptures that we are giving you. We've done eight so far. We're going to do the ninth one. Use these scriptures as basis to keep you fit to keep you blessed, to keep you living in prosperity, living in pleasures, Use these scriptures to ask God to perfect that which concerns you. Then number nine, he says, he pays wages to those who serve him. God pays wages. Hey, In this climate where people are going on strike for various reasons, uh, British Airways threatened to go on strike and then the, the government and the, the the institution decided to give them back <coughs> the two percent that was taken off from them from the fellow i mean from the uh the what's it called the COVID 19. so in this season where everybody is claiming back we need more resources we need more help where they're talking about uh <laughs> income taxes being reduced etc cetera, etc cetera. now God pays wages to those who serve Him. He, he pays wages. He has a budget for those who serve. John 4.36. We're talking about the benefits of service or serving God pays. God pays wages to those who serve Him. John 4.36. And he that reapeth, receiveth wages. So, if you are in service and you are reaping results for the kingdom of God, God pays wages to people who serve Him. He that, John four thirty six, He says, He that reapeth, in other words, He that saves, produces fruit, produces results, serving the kingdom, serving the church, serving people, serving others. He that reapeth, reapeth, receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both He that soweth and He that reapeth may rejoice together. So every time we are giving our making investments in flyers, in inviting people, in winning souls, in encouraging people, in following up people, uh, it's a, one of the greatest investments. Greatest investments. So God ensures that you do not lack. Acts chapter four thirty four says, Neither was there any among them that lacked. For as many as were possessors of lands and of houses, sold them and brought the prizes of the things. That were sold. You know, when the early church started, they brought everything and laid it at the feet of the apostles. <laughs> so that's not just 10%. They sold everything and brought it and laid it at the feet of the apostles and still never lacked. This thing works. <coughs> this thing works. They sold everything and came and laid it at the feet of the disciples. Glory to God. John four thirty six 36, the NIV, it says, Even now the one who reaps draws a wage. Did you see that? The one who produces results, the one who saves and reaps results, draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life so that the sower, the one who is investing, the one who is serving, and the reaper may be glad together. So he who is sowing and who he who is reaping, that both of them will rejoice together. Serving God, serving God peace, serving in church peace, serving the kingdom peace, inviting people to church peace, investing in other space, serving in the kingdom peace serving, peace, serving peace, serving peace. Then let's look at the last one for today. We'll continue on next week. You never walk in lack. <clears throat> you never walk in lack. You never walk in lack when you are serving God. Look at Acts chapter 4, 34 to 35. It says, neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of lands and houses, sold them. Watch this, and brought the prices of the things that were sold, and laid them at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. When the early church began, people sold their resources, they sold their stuff and brought them and laid it at the apostles' feet. So that was long over beyond 10%. 10% was nothing to them at all. Oh, glory to God. 10% is tight. And offering is the least, is the least we can give. Look at the example of the first church. They serve God with their energy, with their time, with their resources, with everything, with their money. Neither was there any that lacked. Why? Because as many as were possessors of lands and houses, they sold their lands, sold their houses. But they wanted to serve God with every fiber of their being, with everything that God had given them. Tithe is the least of our problems. Glory to God. Tithing is the least of a test. God tests us with the tithe. When the offering, He tests us to see, if you can bring me the least, which is 10%. Oh, God. and then bring me offerings. There's nothing that I cannot do for you. He said, neither was there any that, that lacked for as many as these people sold, they didn't just come with 10%, they sold their land, sold their houses, they sold it and brought the proceeds from what they sold and laid them at the apostles' feet To use it to build the kingdom and build the church. Glory to God. That is where we are going. 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 we going. We serve a limitless God, cannot be limited. Glory to God. Bring us back to the acts of the early church. Bring us back to the acts of the early church. We say, a huge amen to that bring us back to the acts of the early church. The early church. So neither none of them worked in lack. That's the tenth example of benefits of service for today. None of them worked in lack. None of them worked in luck. They sold their possessions, sold their land, sold their property, and brought it the lady that the apostles speaks for the work of God to continue. May you receive grace tonight. Receive grace tonight. Share this message with everybody, all those who are supposed to be here who couldn't make it. Let's share it with them. Glory to God. These are benefits of service in our church, in the community, in various churches. This is the key for every believer. Every believer. Every believer. They laid it at the apostles. I mean, this, they sold everything. <laughs> laid it at the apostles' feet to build the church, build Resource, build, build, you know, orphanage, build, you know, expand the kingdom and reach out to many, many people. And they still never lacked. None what they lacked because they knew everything that God had given them was for the sake of the kingdom. Receive grace to be a tither, receive grace to be a giver, receive grace to lay what God has given you at the feet of the apostles and for the expansion of the kingdom of God. Receive grace to serve joyfully, cheerfully, to be consistent in service in the precious name of Jesus. Father, thank you for answered prayer and for the grace to do what we have heard in Jesus' precious name. Receive enlightenment, receive illumination in the name of Jesus Christ. Remember that serving God definitely pays. Hallelujah. If you are watching, you haven't given your life to Jesus. That's the starting point. You want to submit your life to Jesus. Let's pray for you. Say this prayer with us. Say, Father, thank you for the word. We receive you as our Lord and personal Savior. Forgive our sins. Forgive us in every area of stinginess in our life. Or for holding back. We ask that you fill us with grace. Fill us with grace. The grace to serve you relentlessly, joyfully, cheerfully, consistently, without stopping. Give us the acts of the early church that brought them into the limelight that caused men and women to say, those who have turned the world upside down have come. Thank you, Father. We bless you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, you submitted your life to Christ. you also received grace to save. Welcome you to join us every Sunday in our live service in the heart of Croydon. Glory to God! Our actual service 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the heart of Croydon. Glory to God! 387 London Road, three minutes from may the hospital glory to god welcome you to join us to fellowship with us the bible says as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you will grow thereby so join us our actual service this sunday and every sunday at 11 a.m in the name of jesus we look forward to welcoming you to serve in our ministry so god will bless you multiply you expand you and enlarge you on every side. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, take the details on the screen and join us this Sunday in our month of service. In our month of service. Now, shall we take our phones and let's receive our offerings this evening. Let's bless God with our tithes. Let's bless God with our offerings. Those of us who are paid monthly, it's nearly the end of the month. I want to call you every resource that you have received Remember, the least, the least is 10%. But don't limit yourself to the 10%. Don't limit yourself. The more you give, the more you receive. The law of sowing and reaping is a law. Is a law. Is a law. Is a law. You know, even unbelievers, rich people give. They may not call it tithe, but they give bountifully. Glory to God. They know a secret. They know the secret that we know. Glory to God that we need to practice. So take your phones right now. And then pay your offering, pay your tithes, pay your offering, or give your tithes and give your offering. Remember we saw Malachi says, you have loved me in tithes and offerings. So, take your phones right now, transfer 10% of everything you get plus offerings. Don't limit yourself to 10%. The silver and the gold belongs to Him. Remember the early church. They poured everything that they have received. The lady that the apostles feed, and they never walked in lack. They never walked in lack. They never walk in love. So take your phone, transfer your time that you office right in London. The details are on the screen, O two two nine four five five one. short code 139245. You can never outgive God. Never outgive God. Give online at our website, houseofjuda.org.uk or you can give uh, PayPal or if you're watching from outside the country, you can use the iPad details. Father, thank you for the privilege to give bless us indeed and large our coast, and let your right hand be strong and mighty upon us as we lay these resources at your feet bless us indeed father in the name of jesus christ of nazareth thank you father i want to encourage you also to register for our upcoming uh leadership and motivation seminar leadership and mentorship seminar which is free on the 6th of August, 7 pm, 7 pm, we're going to have on the 6th of August, next week, Saturday, next week, Saturday evening, 7 pm, we're going to have our leadership and mentorship masterclass introductory session, and it's free. It's free. So register at michaelhattonwood.org. Register at michaelhattonwood.org for that seminar go on MichaelHudsonWood.org. you'll find the flyer there just register for free when you go on there just look at the ticket session section uh put in the number of people that are coming with you one or two or three i want to encourage you to invite many people so go on our website MichaelHudsonWood.org. look out for the leadership mentorship masterclass, and it's free register put the number in there and then go to the checkout and then fill the details right there And we'll send you an email confirmation of your registration. It is free for next Saturday, 6th of August, 7pm in the evening. Don't miss it for anything. Don't forget to see you all this Friday 7pm for our prayer session. 7pm for our prayer session this Friday on this same platform. God bless you and have a wonderful evening. Glory to God and see you on Friday. God bless. Don't forget to share this With everyone that you know. You are blessed.